Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you back to Talking Softball with Coach B. I'm going to talk today about analytics, and I'm going to talk about the comparison between baseball and softball and kind of the lines of progression and development and evolution that the, the two sports are following. And I think there's definitely a relationship. I think there's definitely a relationship between how baseball is evolving and, and where softball is in that evolution process. You know, I think that baseball is obviously ahead, and I think we're seeing things that may have been, you know, six, eight, nine years ago were just making their way into baseball, and now we're seeing them progress into softball and be part of our game and, and play a big role in our game. And what I want to talk about today is the use of data analytics. I think sometimes when we use the, the term data analytics, people are... People get caught up in technology, right? They get t caught up in gadgets and, and tools and, and those things that we're seeing used in our game. And yes, that plays a key role in it. But data analytics has been a part of our game for a long time. You know, the first time we held a radar gun and took a radar time on a pitcher, that was a form of data analytics, the use of a stopwatch, right? Because we're taking that information and we're using it to compare athletes or use it in the development process for our athletes. You know, I know as a college coach, when I was back in my college career, you know, we started using radar guns and stopwatches and those things in practice and in recruiting. And, you know, there was some really good data that we were able to pull from that. Well, now, the way the game is progressing, we've got some unbelievable tools to use for data analytics. You know, we came out with, I remember, you know, eight, nine years ago, we came out with the RevFire, right? And that was a pitching tool that we could use to measure rotations or revolutions on the ball. And, and, and that was a, a big deal for a period of time. We wanted to see how tight uh, a pitcher's pitches were spinning. And, you know, that was a great tool for that. Now, I'm not even sure that tool is even around anymore, but we've grown and moved forward in that process with our pitchers. And we have even more tools that we can use. And, uh, you know, on the hitting side of it, you know, we started out pointing a radar gun at them to get bat speed. And then the pocket radar came along and that was a great tool. And we used that with pitchers also. You know, now we're evolving into the bat sensors that we put on the knobs of the bat to measure a number of analytics, you know, and, and from there we've moved forward into Rapsodo, which I think is a great tool. And I'm very fortunate to use it in our training sessions at the warehouse and with, with Coach B Softball Academy. But, you know, it's a tool that we measure Bat exit speed, launch angle, and, and the, the one I think is critically important is ball spin. You know, it'll actually show that if the ball has backspin on it, if we hit over the top of it, if we were inside the ball and spun off the ball, or if we cast and let the barrel get around the ball, we can actually see how the ball is spinning off the bat. And then, you know, now we're moving forward and we've got hit tracks and, and rap soto and the bat sensors. Most of those are training tools, right? We use those in training sessions, which are controlled. 
And, and one of the concerns we have when we use those is, can we take that data and that information and transfer it with our athletes to their performance on the field? Well, it's difficult to do that with Rapsodo because you can't sit the Rapsodo monitor out in front of home plate, right? The bat sensors, you can use it in scrimmages and some of those things, you know, and, and, and we're getting to use those more. But now we have a tool called Yakertech and Flight Scope. We can set those up and actually get in-game data and get as much data as we want to use, right? And, and really be able to break down a, a hitter's analytics in-game, which now you can compare it in-game to practice sessions and say, you know, hey, great job. You're transferring it. You're taking it with you. That's really good. Or you can look at it and say, boy, in, in, in our controlled practice environment, you're doing this, but in the game, we're not, right? So we can break that down, and we can break it down as far as hot and cold zones, where are they having success in the different zones of the plate or the strike zone. We can break it down by counts with the in-game equipment. So I think that the way data analytics is growing and progressing, the sky's the limit almost. You know, and we take all of that data, and we can transfer it into softball cloud, and softball cloud brings it all together and then gives it back out in a usable form that we can use as coaches in player development and in-game situations, right? I think that's great. You know, video analysis has been around for a long time. You know, we've videotaped swings for a long time and, and pitchers and defensive players. You know, now we're even going further with that. I actually use an app on my phone, which we, we never would have thought that the phone we carry in our pocket would become an in-hand computer that we can use for data analysis, but I can actually shoot video of a hitter hitting, and then I can turn around and put an echo, you know, an echo skeleton on them, and, and then I can break down their swing mechanics using that echo skeleton, and I mean, I see their joints, and I see all of their body movements and body positioning, and it's just, it's amazing what we're able to do with analytics. And 10 years from now, a lot of these things we're talking about now, they will have gone the way of the rev fire. There'll be something else out there, right? That's going to be developed and we're going to be able to use. And, and you know, it's just, it's great information. We have to be careful of information overload, right? I still believe that the data analytics are great, but they don't measure everything. So we still have to watch games, watch our players and evaluate them subjectively along with objectively. You know, and in the recruiting process, I think it's critical. I think data analytics is a great tool for recruiting. If I'm comparing player A and player B, and I've watched them play and they're both very talented, then I can go to the data analytics and compare the two and, and you know, try to project their growth and opportunity for success, right? But I don't want to not use the eye test and still watch them. I don't want to just give that up and only use data analytics in the recruiting process because we see players all the time that are great BP hitters. 
and they don't hit well in games. And then we see some that, yeah, their numbers are good, but then when they get in a game, they elevate because their emotion and their passion for the game comes out and their competitiveness, and they're just big-time players in key situations. And sometimes that's not measured with data analytics, right? So I think if we're using on the recruiting side, I think it's best that we still use both. We use the eye test and watch these players, but then we also use the data analytics for background information that we can use when comparing players. If we're looking at player development, and I think the video and, and the data analytics are outstanding. In fact, I, I looked at a, a camera system recently that would allow me to videotape our games and I would actually take a chip and put it in each player's back pocket. And during the game, it would use multiple camera angles to video the game and follow the game. But then after the game, it will automatically break down the video of the game and I will get individual highlight videos on each player. You know, if player A has four at-bats in the game, it will automatically pull those four at-bats and put them in her folder, and, and I'll be able to go back and review those with her and use them in the player development process. What a great tool, right? What a great tool. You know, for the last two or three years, we've been relying on a camera hanging on the backstop to video our games. You know, now we have an opportunity to use a multi-camera system to gather that information for us and gather that video along with data that we can use with our players. You know, it's tools like that that I think are going to continue to allow our game to grow and improve, and it's following right in line with the game of baseball. And, and, and I think that's outstanding. I've got a good friend of mine that We've been talking about a form of analytics that we can use. It doesn't collect actual data or it doesn't collect video, but it gives me, it's a lineup analyzer and it will allow me to predict probability for the success of a lineup. I mean, again, what a great tool, you know, and, and it'll run a hundred thousand simulated games and I can move players around and see how it would affect my lineup. Now, obviously, that's a probability, right? They still have to play the game. But that's really good information to have before a game. You can use that to go back and evaluate, you know, was that lineup I used in that game as successful as it could have been? Do I need to move a player from one spot to the other spot in a lineup to improve the productivity of my offense. All of those things are critical, and all of that's important information. And as coaches, we talk about it, but we really don't have time or tools to use. In the past, we haven't had them to use to do a good job of collecting that information. Well, now there's a software platform that'll do it. I mean, that's an outstanding tool, and I think players will be able to look at that and grow and progress and use it in player development to continue to get better, you know, and, and that's my challenge as a coach and for the other coaches in my organization is 
if we're going to really embrace the data analytic uh, concept in our game, then we have to use it. We have to make sure that we're not just looking at the games afterwards and watching the game. Looking for the funny thing that Susie did out in front of the dugout when she was on deck. You know, are we really using it to evaluate what our players are doing? What our team is doing as a unit? And how do we use the information to help our team get better? Right? And again, that's still going to take some time. But I also believe if we embrace it and make it a part of what we do on a regular basis... It's going to allow our organization, our teams, and our players to all become a lot more efficient in their training and in their performance on game day. I think it's important, and I think we have to use it because we can provide that information to college coaches in the recruiting process. We could provide that information to high school coaches and and, and help their teams be more efficient. I mean, once the data is collected, we have a number of ways that we can use that data to help make our players better and make the game better. So I think data analytics are here to stay. I think it's, I think it's becoming a really important concept in the game, and, and, and I hope we all embrace it and, and, and we figure out how to use it, right? I still have those hitters' parents that all they want to see is how hard the ball is being hit. Well, what I'm trying to do when I use Rapsodo is I'm trying to teach them the relationship between their exit speed, their ball spin, and their launch angle. And as we get to understand that relationship, then hitters can start understanding their performance, and they can understand how to make adjustments. It's about more than just hitting the ball hard, right? We want to be efficient. And I think data analytics are tools that we can use to improve our efficiency. So it's an exciting time. It's a great time. I think our game is growing in leaps and bounds. It's becoming a huge spectator sport. You know, I always see posts about, you know, if the Major League Baseball lockout doesn't end soon, hopefully they'll put college softball on TV. I think that'd be great, you know. But I'd also like to see games at all levels televised on a more regular basis. You know, there's some great teams in Division II that play some great ball games, and I think it'd be advantageous for people to be able to see those. But I do believe that as we watch the game and watch the game continue to grow, I think we're going to see the effect of data analytics on the game, and we'll be able to tell, you know, what teams are really embracing it and using it properly, and if a team isn't using it properly. So, you know, for our organization, we're going to embrace it. We're going to try to use it as much as possible. We're going to use it for player development. We're going to use it for uh, in-game evaluations. And, you know, I think it's here to stay, and, and, and I think it's only going to make our game better. So that's my take on data analytics. You know, I'll talk to some people that, they're like, ah, you don't need that stuff. If you got good eyes, you don't need that. And, and, and to a point, they might be right. But the really nice thing is if you take good eyes and compare it with good data, now you have a really good product that you're offering to your athletes and really creating a great opportunity 
for them to improve. And that's what we should all be in this for. Well, that's it for today. I want to thank everyone for listening. And I hope you're enjoying Talking Softball with Coach B. I ask you to subscribe through your local podcast provider. You can also follow us on facebook.com slash talking softball gives you an opportunity to provide feedback and also provide any questions that you might want us to answer on an upcoming episode this has been talking softball with coach b and i want to thank you for listening and i hope everybody has a great day